Hey friends, welcome to episode 19 of the Christ Community Church Brawley podcast. The Lord has raised up Fernie Fernandez to begin transitioning into the youth director role here at the church, and we wanted to give you an opportunity to get to know him. So the interview that you're about to see was recorded on August 27th here at the church during our meet and greet luncheon after our Sunday services. And so we want you to get an opportunity to hear that conversation, and let's join in now at this time. Okay, well, Mr. Fernie, all right, all right. let's start off with some easy questions because we're all dying to know, what is your favorite color? My favorite color is red. All right. Red. Like a bright red, a dark red? Red. Just red? You ever seen Darth Vader's lightsaber? Yes. Red, that okay. red. So like a vengeful, wrathful red. Okay, yeah, so like favorite that, meal, like food and drinks included. meal. Yeah, food and I'm drink included. I'm always on different levels. I'm always choosing something else. Right now, I'm on a sushi kick for some Amen. reason. Amen. Yeah. All right, we're off to a great start. <laughs> I'm on a sushi drink? Kick. Drink? Non-alcoholic? Coke's, Coke Zero. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, all right. It's a guilty pleasure. But <laughs> Coke Zero. Yeah, Monica's all about it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when we were in Sonata, we, ex- we explicitly got her, uh, or exclusively got her Coke Zero. It's funny. <laughs> Um, okay, favorite place that you've ever been? CCC Brawley yeah, Campus. Yeah, right. Uh, just okay. yeah. <laughs> That was good. But Even you know that was cheesy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was cheesy. Wow. Cheesy as those potatoes. Um, or are there any? Oh, I that, think that joke just anyways. flopped. That's all right. Um, favorite place I've ever been? I love Universal Studios. Okay. Awesome. Universal Studios. I've never place. been. I'm not a ride person, so I just oh. don't venture into those areas. Yeah, me neither. I don't like roller coasters. Oh. All right. Well, we can be on the ground together. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the strollers. All right. Last easy one. Where would you love to visit? Um, I've always wanted to go to Italy. For, Italy. For okay. For some weird reason, it just kind of like, oh, it just looks nice. Cute. Yeah. All right. Or it smells like cheese, though. Yes. There you go. Yeah, honeymoon idea. Oh, gosh. <laughs> For the future. Okay, so where were you born? You know, take us into the beginning. Where were you All born? Right. What was your upbringing like? I was born at a young age. Oh, you, did you steal that joke from me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No. I always use that one. Well, That's I was born in El Centro. I was raised in the Valley my whole life. Went to Yuma for a few months, but then came back. Um, very gentle upbringing, I think. Very, very wholesome, very loving. Family was together. Yep. Everything was good there. Yeah. Whole okay. family, always supportive. What does your family think about you joining CCC Brawling? They're very, I would say, proud of me, I think. Oh, they, right. They've expressed that they're very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they've expressed that. Um, your family at that table is very At that excited. table, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then my parents also. That's they, good. All right. Now, before you became a Christian, what did your life revolve around? Where did you get your security and your purpose from? What were you focused on before Jesus? Your BC days. My BC days. Uh, the thing I really relied on most for some reason was myself. I really thought that I could do things on my own and my own strength. Hmm. Later I learned that that's not the case. But, yeah. but that's where, I, where it mostly was in myself. Okay. And... Uh, in your upbringing, were you involved in church? Did you grow up in that Christian family or not? What did that like? What was no, your yeah, church yeah. background? I, I was basically my entire life. I think the first time we went to church, I still remember my mom was like, hey, we're going to go to church. I'm like, what's church? Mm. I was like five years old, and um, 
we ended up starting going to church and you know my whole life just just been in the upbringing and yeah okay and so you grew up in it for the most part yeah, grew up. and how are you introduced to Jesus what did that gospel conversation look like at first did you receive that right away did it take yeah. some time so that was that was strange so growing up in church you obviously hear all these things but I've always believed that there's there comes a point in your life where you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. It can't be your parents' decision. It can't be your family's. It has to be your own uh, relationship with the Lord. And obviously I heard the gospel growing up, but it was until I actually started going to youth group where I started hearing it more consistently. At first, it was kind of like I thought I was living for it, but there was just this side of me that was like still not fully there, still not fully convinced. Um, and so... It was only until I actually started attending Christ Community in El Centro that youth group really pushed me to grow, really pushed me to um, pursue a better relationship with the Lord, what it actually meant to have that relationship. And that was actually where I got saved, really. Okay, like, so at the youth ministry yeah, at Christ Community El Centro? 16, 16, 17 years. Awesome. And... Youth ministry played a real key role in my own salvation, too. Kirk Reynolds was my youth pastor, first father in the faith. And so those early teenage are really formative years. And so it's so important to evangelize and disciple people in their youth, uh, lest the enemy disciple them, right? It's been said that somebody's going to disciple our kids. It's either going to be the church or it's going to be the world. And so we want to do our best to disciple kids from a young age. And so maybe dive a little bit deeper on that moment. What did that moment look like? Your Romans 10-9 moment where you confessed and believed. What happened there? Did you pray with somebody? Did you just do that on your own? What did that moment look like? I actually did that on my own. It it took a bit of convincing. It was a regular Wednesday night, actually. Like Usually these things happen at camps or other things, which is great. But like for mine, it was a regular service and... uh, uh, pastor Cameron was teaching. Okay. He had just become a uh, youth pastor. He just get in. And he had always been very intentional at uh, meeting up with me, very much counseling me uh, during that time. And I think just one Sunday, uh, one Wednesday, it just clicked. I'm like, this is, this is what I need to do. I, I just saw, or I just knew that God was so good and I was so bad. That was the first initial thing. Mm. It's like, man, I am a sinner. Mm. And uh, Christ died for me. He did this for me. And that was where it kind of like put it into perspective. Like there's this man, this glorious man, perfect man who loved me, who died for me. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time it clicked. And I was like, I'm ready. Um, I did tell Cameron afterwards. We we prayed. It was mm-hmm. in the, you know, the prayer like, you know, like sure, sure, sure. repeat after yeah, me. Yeah. It was more like we were just thanking God and yeah. glorifying God in yeah. that moment. Because even then, even though I was saved, it's still about him. Yeah. Like, it's not about me. Yeah. And so that was what that moment was like. So Pastor Cameron played a real pivotal role in seeing you come to Christ for the first time, and would you say also discipling you uh, as well? Yeah. uh, I've been with Cameron since that moment. Okay. Um, I worked alongside him as his intern. Yeah. Uh, That was really fun. That was cool. A lot more (laughs) discipling, a lot more harsh rebuking. Mm. There were some moments there, but um, overall, we we did ministry together, and it was it was a genuinely an amazing time of my life. 
And, you know, it is so important, especially for those who grow up in a Christian household. They hear the Bible. They're around these things all the time. It's so important to distinguish. It's one thing to just know that in information, like, okay, I can recite the right things. I can say the right answers. But it's another thing for that truth to make its way 18 inches down into your heart. In fact, some people say the farthest journey in the world is from your head to your heart to where, oh my gosh, it really just hits you like a ton of bricks and the reality, the weight of God's holiness and the weight of and debt of our own sin and the grace of God and Jesus Christ on the cross and resurrection. You know, it's another thing for that to just all hit you at once that oh my gosh, this is for me, you know, and eternal life is for me. And so how have you seen God change your life from that moment? You were 16, and you are how old now? Sorry to put you on the spot. 23. 20, 20, 23? Yeah. Okay, 23. And so my how have Michael you seen Jordan God... Michael Jordan year. Huh? My Michael Jordan year. Oh, nice. Just kidding. I've been waiting 23 years to say that. <laughs> yeah, well, since you were zero? <laughs> since I was zero. <laughs> <laughs> since you were in the womb? Yes. Like one day. Anyways... Um, so yeah, have you seen God change your life since that moment? Before then, there were some things that had happened in my life up to that point that made me a very angry, bitter person. And um, when one of the first things I did was repent of that and turn, try to turn away from that. And uh, the more I, I sought the Lord and the more I went after him, the more that started to go away um, there were times in the seasons of my life where it would come back, and that was only because of myself, not anything that God did, not anything that the church did. It was in my own self, and it would come back, but I always knew I had to come back to the Lord. And I knew he would accept me with open arms, and I would. And, um, you know, there's just things like that that has happened, and I think that what that angerness what I thought would shape me didn't, and what shapes me is now Christ, and that's who I live for. No, I don't live for anything, any emotion or any anger. Love it. Yeah, total identity shift, yeah. huh? And so you got saved at 16 at the youth ministry, and how did that transition into a ministry? How did you get involved with ministry? Did you just like, gosh, I just want to do this all the time? Did somebody invite you into that? Yeah, it started off with like helping out uh, at the youth with with uh, Pastor Cameron, like, here, little things here and there. Hey, can you help me do recycling? I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Or can you help me do this? Church is doing this. You, can you volunteer? Yeah, it started off with that. And um, I really love doing that, like, um, helping the youth, serving for the youth ministry. Um, and then it just developed into, like, hey, do you want to, like, do this? <laughs> do you want to, like, um, make it more official? And uh, we had that conversation, we had some sit-downs, and that's how it came about, where I entered uh, youth ministry for the first time um, through that internship. And um, from the time I started to now, it's very different. I was very immature. I was 18 years old and uh, had a lot of growing to do. But honestly, through the discipleship of the pastors and um, Cameron himself, it, uh, God really used them to shape what I know, and I still have much to learn. Um, I'm only 23, like I said, and um, I don't think God's done working in me. So that's something. And that self-awareness of acknowledging I, I don't know what I don't know yep. is really important because there's some people who 
stop growing. They stop asking questions. They feel like, oh, I, I know enough to get by. And, and that's when you really see somebody start to decline. So just always staying humble, always staying hungry and wanting to learn, wanting to grow, being teachable, taking steps of faith. That's going to take you a long way. And I think of you know, the words of Jesus, that if you're faithful in the little things like recycling and <laughs> any of the other little details, yeah. right? That if you're faithful in the little things, the Lord gives you responsibility over greater things. And you went into intern, and then now, you know, the Lord's brought you here to start transitioning into the youth director role and really, you know, my assistant pastor. And we're really excited about uh, just what the Lord's going to do in and through you. And so now kind of broadening the spectrum, what uh, this may seem very like interview-ish, interviewee, but what work slash ministry experience, this is more for all of us, uh, what kind of work and ministry experience do you have, or are you taking classes also to grow in that calling? So both of those, the education and the experience route. Well, the experience I've had is um, at REACH Student Ministries. I've been there for what, five years up until last, uh, the few weeks ago. Uh, that's basically the experience that I've had. I've also done uh, work with YFC, Campus Life. Yeah, uh, shout out to them. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Campus Life yeah. is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lena. Yeah, Lena. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, Campus Life has um, also helped um, shaped the mm-hmm. the work that I do now, basically. I was very introverted. I think for a lot of us, campus life was kind of a lot of people's ministries, sort of like starting ground, starting points, especially as student leaders, you know, on campus being handed responsibility. I think that's where a lot of current ministry leaders who obviously had to be involved in campus life or something similar, that's where they kind of started growing in those real early stages. I know that's how it was for me. Um, So that's great. So being a part of campus life. Taught me to not be embarrassed in front of you know, don't be ashamed of the gospel. Yeah. Even if it's handing out flyers. Yep. Which uh, I'm very good at now, I think. <laughs> We're going to do a whole lot more than hand out flyers. So, yeah, yeah. There but, we go. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's a, it's a good tool. It's a good opportunity yeah, to grow. Yeah. And that's, and then, um, what was the other Any word? other work outside of that? It's pretty much all I've dedicated myself to. All right. Yeah. And any classes that you have oh, taken yeah. or are taking? Yeah, I'm currently in Imperial Valley School of Ministry. It's a, it's an accredited program. Just going through it, hopefully to get. Uh, it's Which an is through degree. El Centro yeah, or Christ Central Community Church. Yeah. yeah. Christ okay. Community and El Centro. And now we have a Spanish version of that program. Oh, yeah. By the way, shout out to Angel Quinones and the Spanish team. And so, yeah, is Angel here? No, oh. or wherever he's at, Angel. Yeah, shout out to Angel and the Jorge Romo and that crew. Now, uh, before we take questions, hopefully all of you guys have had time to think of a question for Fernie. Before we take questions, what is one last thing you'd like to share with us as you begin transitioning into this role? This whole transition has been a ble- It's only been about two weeks, but it has yeah? been a blessing. Um, I, I've gotten to know a lot of the youth. I've gotten to know, know a lot of you. And it's been awesome, honestly. It's been a great experience. Uh, I think the Lord is going to work heavily. The w- Lord has been working. Uh, you know, I, I live with my aunt and uncle, and they, I would go to El Centro, and they would come home, and they'd be like, oh, man, it's so great. Like, mm. the Lord is working so much. And I was like, oh, that's so great. And um, I'm glad to be a part of it now. Yeah. I'm blessed to be a part of it and honored. Awesome. You know, it was funny, on your first, I guess, official day, which was <laughs> August 15th, 
Um, you know, we have a weekly staff meeting on Tuesday mornings, but that particular day we were passing out uh, 150 backpacks to Hidalgo Elementary, and uh, there was a person who was going to bring the transport them, and they weren't able to. And so then I think I contacted you the night before. I was like, hey, I know you're supposed to start at 9, but can you actually show up at like 5.30 or something uh, here so we could load up his pickup and we can start transporting? And yeah, just humble spirit, just, yeah, let's go for it. And, yeah. and you, Caleb, and I went and did that, and that was really good. Hey, thanks so much for enjoying this video. We really hope that it was helpful to you in getting to know Fernie Fernandez. And we look forward to serving you real soon here at the church. And if you enjoyed this video, why don't you take a quick moment to like, subscribe, and share this video with a friend. And we look forward to seeing you real soon. God bless.